0: Good day, tiny commuters and daily dosers, and welcome in to the Daily Dose. Welcome in. Welcome. Do you feel welcome? There's a welcome mat out front. <laughs> it's part of the Lowtree Studios Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jason Galbraith. It is February, February, February. I did it again. 20th. <laughs> Let's start your day. Yeah, still on the fence on how to say it, you know what I mean? Because there's an R there, but so many people say February. I know I've said it already. I don't want to be a, a broken record here, but, uh, you know, I'm still still undecided. Do I say February like the rest of the world, or do I just make that R? Make Give it a hard R. February. All right, let's start it. Let's get into this here. A study says drivers who pass their driving test the second time around Are the safest on the road researchers found those who pass on their second attempt, have fewer points on their license, are less likely to suffer road rage or be stopped by police. However, the research found that those who took more than two attempts to pass have more bad driving habits. Me, I did it on my first time. I think I'm a pretty good driver. I did it on my first time and I got 100% on the written hundred percent. And I have to admit, I did cheat, not cheat like I brought something in to cheat, but like uh, someone had a copy of all three of the um, the, the, the tests. So I studied those, right? I studied the answers to those and memorized them and uh, I I scored a hundred percent. So it worked out really good. I think there's three different ones that you took, or at least back then there was three different ones that you took and uh, the, the different different versions of that test and i studied them someone had copies i don't know how i got that but someone had copies and i, I aced it i aced it one attempt though one attempt all right next thing your scientists say the tendency to have boys or girls does not run in the family and the chances of having a child of either sex is genuinely random researchers studied the sex of people born in sweden over the last 90 years to determine whether or not people are more likely to have children of a given sex, their findings shake up key theories over sex ratios used by biologists often who often assumed that the ratio of boys to girls is one 's offspring uh, and one 's offspring was a heritable trait, not so I guess it 's random you're going to have a girl, you're just going to have a girl. If you're going to have a boy, I mean, how could it be really hereditary to, to have, you know, be dominant in the boy department or girl department? You know, I just, I don't know. depends on the swimmers, I guess, right? The swimmers, uh, the little, little swimmers. We ask for them every holiday, but are your gift cards collecting dust right now? 21 billion in unredeemed gift cards are just sitting in our wallets. A bank rate survey found that the average adult has $167 in unused gift cards and store credit. The worst offenders are families who make $80,000 or more a year with just under 300 of unused cards. Parents with kids under 18 have similar piles stacking up with an average of 274 on their gift cards. People between 40 and 55 and in a low income households are more likely to use. What they are gifted and more than a third of people surveyed do not plan to ever use their gift cards or store credit why i use mine i mean some take longer than others like if you get one that's a uh, um like something for for chilies like a restaurant gift card a, a night out on the town with your lady at Chili's or someplace like that uh those take a little longer to use For me, but like if I get an Amazon's credit or Amazon gift card or a Guitar Center gift card, that's, I don't even, it burns a hole in my wallet. I go use that. It's strange that people don't use them. Uh, You know, I know it's the thing that people people give away gift cards nowadays because it's a little bit easier, but I would suggest you get a little more creative and try to find out what they want uh, because then they'll probably more than likely use it. But I don't get this. Use your gift cards, people. Don't let them stack up spend that money next thing you're thinking about adding a new new member to the family I'm not <laughs> I'm not. Scientists at Boston University say that couples tend to achieve conception at a quicker rate during the late fall and early winter. All in all, couples in the United States are most likely to start trying for a baby in September, but they actually have much better odds of conceiving a few months later, like late November or early December. So get it going, folks. Bounchicka-wow-wow and have them summer babies, you know? Right? Is it summer? It would be a summer baby. Yeah, it would be a summer baby. Uh, Staples, Staples, the store, uh, their latest ploy to get people into its stores is podcast recording booths. Check this out. This week, the podcasting company Spreaker, by the way, uh, it's spelled speaker. Okay, I, I pulled this little little uh, article here, and they spelled it speaker. And it's not Speaker. The company's name is Spreaker. So it just goes to show how much, how little people know about co- podcasting still. But anyway, Spreaker, the company Spreaker has uh, teamed up with Staples. And they're bringing recording spaces to six Staples stores in Boston in the Boston area. The soundproof Staples Connect podcast studios will include professional equipment and space for up to four people. A 60-minute session will cost $60, and a dedicated in-store specialist will be on hand to help with any recording issues. How about that, huh? Trying to encourage people to make, more po- make podcasts and get creative and get people in the doors. I think it's cool. I think it's a, a decent idea. Maybe I should work for Staples and be a dedicated in-store specialist for those folks trying to create a podcast. Nah, I'm good. I think I'm good. We have new information to report. All right. Uh, The American Airlines passenger, whose video of a passenger behind her punching her seat went viral, is, is now claiming that her flight attendant gave her a threatening letter. I don't know if anybody saw this. I did see this video of a guy behind, uh, behind a, gr- a girl who leaned her seat really, really far back. Well, as far back as it'll go. And he started punching the seat. Like, not violently punching, just kind of tapping, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, you know, just do, 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 do. And uh, so she started videotaping it. Uh, it's interesting. It's an interesting debate, the whole lean the seat back thing. Uh, we recently flew on, oh my gosh, I forget the airline now. So I'm not even going to go into it, but with the air, whatever the airline is that we went on, uh, they didn't have seats that lean back. And I I preferred that they kind of had this lean back stationary thing, right? So they weren't maybe as comfortable as those seats, but I don't think the seats should lean back. You're in the middle of looking at your laptop seat leans back and there goes all your stuff. You know what I mean? Anyway, after Wendy Williams brought up the man's, Uh, Punching to the flight attendant, they rolled their eyes, gave the man behind her a complimentary drink and handed her her a passenger disturbance notice. According to CNN, the letter read, Notice your behavior may be in violation of federal law. You should immediately cease if you wish to avoid prosecution and your removal from this aircraft at the next point of arrival. Williams told CNN, that that was a quote from her, she says, I think the more common I remained the flight attendant got angrier and more aggravated so she so she said I'm not talking to you anymore I'm done with you or I'm done with this something to that effect and then handed me this passenger disturbance notice Williams said that the flight attendant told her then told her that she would be escorted off the aircraft if she said anything else Williams also was told by the flight attendant to delete the video. American Airlines said it is aware of the incident and is looking into the issue. It is a big debate, in my opinion. Should you have seats that lean that far back? Should you and should you and will should you lean them that far back? I, I, I try to be more courteous to the person behind me. What's your stance on it? Uh, two airline. Next thing here, two airline passengers who were seriously afraid of the coronavirus wrapped themselves in uh, plastic sheets. The unidentified germophobes who were flying to Australia's Hamlin Island were wearing face masks along with their plastic outfits, which contain holes for their arms and faces. <laughs> uh, Australia has reported 15 cases of the coronavirus since the epidemic broke out in December in Wuhan. China, the outbreak of the virus, officially known as COVID 19, has infected more than 75,000 people around the world and killed more than 2,000. Or right, what's that? That's not a bad ratio. I'm not saying it's not uh, scary, right? But 75,000 people affected, 2,000 died. Mm, that, means that, that means not everybody's going to die. You're not going to necessarily die if you get this. I mean, certainly you don't want it. I'm not saying you want it, but. Uh, Anyway, I think that's wild, right? Wrap yourself in a bunch of plastic and then, and then, then go flying. Hmm. Ben Hart sued the Kentucky, Kentucky Transportation Cabinet after he was denied a vanity license plate that said, I'm God. Hart had the plate for more than a decade while living in Ohio. And wanted to keep the message when he moved to Kentucky a few years ago. The Kentucky Transportation Cabinet denied his application, citing rules against personalized plates that are vulgar, vulgar or obscene. Last year, American Civil Liberty Union and Freedom from Religion Foundation argued that the state had violated the First Amendment and won heart the right to get the plate. Last week, a United States District Judge ordered the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet to pay Hart one hundred and fifty-one thousand dollars in inter- in attorney fees and litigation costs. What a waste of time, bro! What a waste! What what a waste! Would you okay? Would you spend that much money and that much time just to have a license plate that says "I'm God"? You know, it's, to me, it seems like this guy's really trying to prove something. Really, I'm really, really trying to prove something. That, that is, uh, let it go, dude. Just get a regular license plate and go about your life, right? Oh, man. An eight-week-old chihuahua has made an unlikely friend at a Rochester, New York animal shelter. A pigeon who can't fly. Herman is the name of the pigeon who has been living at the shelter for over a year, was likely left flightless due to the nest, the, the West Nile virus or a brain injury, while Lundy arrived six weeks ago unable to use his hind legs. Lundy and Herman struggled together and have become best friends. It says it's funny because I, I was like, who's Lundy? Right, because in in this thing it reads an eight week year old Chihuahua. Uh, they didn't say they didn't say the Chihuahua's name. Apparently, the Chihuahua's name is Lundy, and Lundy and the pigeon Herman are best pals because they both have handicaps. Look at them! Look at them go! Uh, another Indian bride uh, married a, another person. I, I read this read something about that earlier this week. Right about a, a, a an Indian bride who the husband had cold feet, and so she married somebody else. Here it is again. An Indian bride married a guest at her wedding after her groom-to-be had a seizure and collapsed. Now that's cold feet, right? Uh, that, you don't, uh, the veil comes off and you go, you go into a full seizure. That's cold feet. That, this is a different story, by the way. It's not the same story. <laughs> now, while the groom was taken to hospital, the angry bride, she was angry, she was angry about this, decided to switch husbands. You know what? If you can't handle it and you're going to go into a seizure when I'm trying to marry you, then screw it. I'm going to ask somebody else. She asked a member of her brother-in-law's family, who was a guest to step in and marry her instead. And he agreed. See you later, man. You can't hack it. You can't hack it, man. Try to marry me. You have a seizure. You can't hack it. That's weird. Weird things going on in the world. That's why I love this, this uh, these fun stories here. Next thing here, Glenn Davis was the best-known bus driver in all of Grand Meadow, Minnesota, for 55 years. Residents of his small town of 1,100 uh, trusted him to bus their children to and from school, so it's appropriate that Davis will be laid to rest in a school bus yellow casket. Davis got to, Davis got to see his, cat, his custom casket five years before his death. Uh, it was a gift from Jin Hent. You know who he is, right? Uh, he's the owner of a local funeral home. It's painted yellow with black hinges, uh, with the same lettering that appeared on Davis's 1949 school bus. Hint said Davis had uh, conf- con- comforted his family when his 18-month-old daughter was diagnosed with cancer. Hent's daughter grew up cancer-free, and to repay the school bus driver's kindness, he gifted. Uh, Davis the casket. Pretty sweet, man. I love stories like that. Really, really cool. Uh, Check this one out. A 60-year-old man from Illinois has set a new Guinness World Record for the longest planking session after holding the position for eight hours and 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Planking for eight hours. No thanks. Uh, George Hood set the record earlier this month when he was in Tampa doing pre-production work ahead of an upcoming fitness video. The ultra endurance athlete surpassed the previous Guinness World Record of eight hours and one minute set by set in China in 2016. In addition to planking, to plank training, Hood, a former U.S. Marine and NCIS DEA supervisory special agent, uh, does 2,000 sit-ups and 700 push-ups a day at the age of 62. How about that? your entertainment headlines. So I mentioned this uh, earlier this week about NASCAR driver Ryan Newman's crash uh, on Monday. Well, NASCAR driver Ryan Newman was released from the hospital Wednesday, just two days after his terrifying crash during the last lap of the Daytona 500. Roush Fenway Racing tweeted a photo of Newman walking out, walking. Out of the hospital with his two daughters, that's awesome. Earlier in the day, the racing team posted a photo of Newman and his daughters in his hospital room, along with a statement saying he was continuing to show great improvement. And If you haven't seen the accident, then, then if, you do see, if you have seen the accident, then you know what a miracle it is that he's walking Two days later, walking out of the the hospital. Pretty incredible. That was a very, very bad accident. Next thing here, Netflix has acquired a new comedy film starring Jennifer Lawrence. Don't Look Up, Don't Look Up, that's the name of it, (laughs) follows two low-level astronomers who embark on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching asteroid that will destroy Earth. The film will debut on Netflix later this year. An asteroid... Uh, you know, it's and I've heard this joke. I've heard, I think who was it, George Carlin, or someone said this joke before. But I've already always had the thought before I even heard the joke. But I always think it's a weird thing that we call we call it a hemorrhoid. You know, the the the, the protrusion in a person's uh, pooper. Is that is that a good way of saying it, a protrusion in a pooper? Is that a way of saying it? I don't know. Uh, we call that a hemorrhoid, but and then the things that are up in the sky that are falling and zooming around up there, we call those asteroids. I just think it's weird. I think, I think it should be the other way. I don't know why. I just think it should. Let's move on, Jason. In a highly controversial vote on this day in 1985, the Irish government defies the powerful Catholic Church and approves the sale of contraceptives. How about it? Safe sex, man. Safe sex. Get it going, man. Get, stop having them kids. 1985. Took them that long, didn't it? And from Cape Canaveral, Florida, John Herschel Glenn Jr. is successfully launched into space aboard the Friendship 7 spacecraft on the first orbital flight by an American astronaut on this day in 1962. Here it is. Your water cooler question. Uh, These beasts can have as many as 3,000 teeth at one time. At one time, do you lose them along the way? But I guess that's the maximum amount they can have. What what is this beast? It's a shark. It's a shark. Shark. That's a lot of teeth, man. That's a lot of teeth to brush, right? How do you brush the? How do you get that far back? They must be really far back or something. That's a lot of teeth though, man. You got, it's a lot, you know, I mean, does he, do do sharks floss? That's the real question. All right, let's end the podcast and start your day with a deep thought. And it is this, I like this one. Perfection is not attainable. It's not attainable, right? But if we chase perfection, if we chase it, we can uh, we can catch excellence. Do you agree with this? Uh, I think there's a balance, of course. Don't be overly obsessed with perfection because it, it's not attainable. It, to be perfect is not. A, look at this podcast. There's lots of imperfections in this podcast today, <laughs> and I'm leaving them. I don't care. I'm not editing it. It's the way it goes, you know. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with a little bit of imperfection sprinkled into uh, this beautiful thing we call life right? But we should strive for it, right? We should strive for perfection. We should strive to practice and get better and better and better. And I certainly do. I certainly try. That's part of you know doing this podcast, getting better at podcasting and just getting the repetitions in there and feeling more and more comfortable at what I do and what I love to do. Uh, And then maybe eventually someday I'll catch excellence. You know what I'm saying? I love this. Everybody do this. And... That's it for today's show. You lovely people have an amazing day and take care of your fellow travelers on planet Earth. I'll be back tomorrow for more bite-sized goodness. Cheers.